Listener supported. WNYC Studios. But even when I came to TK about it, I was like, I think you could be a really great fit for this. And I started, it was I said, a struggle. No. She right. was trying to fight it. I'm like, what are you, you know, and I had listened to my friend talk about wanting to sort of get experience with being an executive producer. And I'm like, why don't you just at least put your name in the hat, you know? Yeah. And she was like, I don't know. Let me sleep on it. I'm like, what are we doing? I'm like, come on, you know? Yeah. Getting your foot in the door can be hard. For people of color, it can be even harder. Here are two producers who explain how they helped each other, whether that's putting them up for a job, a well-timed pep talk, or a reality check. I'm Dessa, and this is Work It! The Podcast, a compilation of some of the best moments from the live event. How y'all doing, Work It? Hi. Oh my God, the lights. I always wanted to say, how y'all doing, Los Angeles? <laughs> All right. I'm TK. And I'm Gabrielle. And uh, I don't know, we don't have a fun name for each other. We are the duo. Yeah, just us two. <laughs> but we're friends. And this is a transparent look at the glow up. Um, our careers have been growing together, yeah. separately, alongside each other, adjacently. Right, and it's kind of like our Twitter DMs and text conversations on the stage, basically, and hopefully it can help some folks in the room and yeah. just maybe it's like a therapy session for us. But I think we'll so. <laughs> so we're going to just get into it and talk about the different ways that we can help each other in the community. Um, we're talking about each other as women of color. Yeah. But honestly, you can apply this to your group of people, right? Every group has the group of homies. Um, and sometimes the group, chat. <laughs> the group chat is, sometimes the group chat is lit and sometimes everybody has similar things in common. Yeah. And we need to let each other know about hazards. Yeah, um, and sometimes shit's not good. And that's also job. what the group chat is for. Yes. So it's all about navigating the goods and the bad, the highs, the lows with the yes. supportive network around you and what it looks like to build that out. Because we need each other. Yeah. So when we thought about this, it was like, well, yo, well, like we met like a little over a year ago. Right. And so what does it look like to kind of find your person specifically for us here in this audience and here at this festival? It's about in the podcasting industry. So what does it look like to find someone? It's not like I'm gonna walk up to you in the front row. You're my person. I got you. And you're going to be with me for the next year. This was a very organic relationship. And so TK is for sure my person. Right. And so I came into this industry coming from graduate school. I had worked in politics before, was studying public policy. And I happened to meet TK at a conference. And I was like, stay in touch, right? And I wanted to sort of just learn from her. I didn't know what that looked like because she was in um, New York. I was in Michigan. Um, But I think one of the main takeaways from like our early sort of like budding friendship, our budding sort of like work um, colleague, whatever kind of whatever that word is, colleague ship (laughs) shit, you know, Um, was staying in touch. It was like the follow-up email, right? And when I found myself in New York, it was reaching out ahead of time, making myself available to come to her at the time. She yeah. had her booming um, day, uh, three times a week morning show. And I was like, can I just come and listen and to kind of be in your presence and not even having an ask, but making sure I was yeah. really clear about the follow-up, really clear about the ask, um, and just making myself available. And I think what I appreciated about that most was it was not, can we meet for coffee? Yeah. It was not, can I pick your brain? Yeah. It was where can I come meet you that you are doing your thing yeah. so I can just be a fly on the wall and right. then maybe we'll talk later, yeah. right? She made it easy for me to say, yes, come through, Yeah. right? Um, so I appreciate that. Thank you very oh, much. Welcome. I think that was the key <laughs> to it because yeah. when you get like those pick your brain and coffee, thing, there's nothing more... Um, 
it turns me like that's a turn off, it's man. A weird one. Sorry, it's a turn off. <laughs> like come with that clarity. Come yeah. with make it easy. Right. You know to meet. Yeah. So like that's the first step. Yeah. The meeting. I would agree. I think we always even have someone. Yeah. Who we can we hear have a from clip from our friend. We brought other folks with us on the stage. Um, <laughs> Verilyn is one of my people. She's a producer at WNYC. Mm -hmm. Um, actually, and also you don't have to just have one person. I have many Multiple. people, and at every single part of this story that yeah. is our lives. We have people that usher us through. Correct. Um, and most of the women, most of the people in my person, yeah, nudge, um, <laughs> are people of color, yeah, and women. Same, mine yeah. are all women of color holding me down. So let's hear from Verilyn. I first interned in WNYC's newsroom when I was in college um, around 2006. And, you know, the newsroom was predominantly white. And I just remember feeling very discouraged, um, not because of my ability, but more just thinking about my possibilities within this career, within this field, making audio, making radio. Um, and this was definitely before the onset of podcasting. And I would say that it, it took a mentor of mine telling me about Michelle Martin and Farai Chidea and Michelle Norris and women that were already thriving in this field um, because, you know, um, you can't be what you can't see. And so I think my community has, on a very practical level, gotten me jobs <laughs> and gotten me money that would allow me to actually pay my bills. Um, but then also just gotten me to think about the possibilities and to dream my dreams and to go after them and to feel strong in my expertise and my perspective and in the things that I value and being able to bubble those things up to the surface. That Thank was you. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't even have to be talking anymore, but all right. Yeah. Um, but I think after the meeting with like Verilyn, with me and you, it comes yeah. with developing. Yeah. Um, I met Verilyn. Actually, our relationship goes back and forth. Yeah. So we met in that first part of podcasting that hadn't hit yet. We were, you know, she was. Yeah. She came from WNYC as a radio rookie, okay. and she was looking for experience on live radio, mm. um, and we met at WBAI, and I was her person first. Wow. Then she became my person when I was entering professional podcasting, yeah. and she was like, I have this show that, She's you know, you could get chopped, you could, <laughs> you know, your chops up on yeah, yeah, yeah. in terms of that. So she became my plug, so we had a, had a back and forth personhood, yeah. and um, so I, I had to hit her up to talk about this, but then developing the relationship. What does that look like, Gabby? Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I think that kind of takes us to our next point as well, right? So thinking about what it looks like. So you found your person, you found your people, you found like, oh, we kind of use tribe and squad a lot. But you found the crew of people that you kind of trust. You're navigating this space with people you can go to when you need advice, right? And so as you start to kind of like level up within your career, um, you know, thinking about what does it look like to sort of develop these networks that people can actually land the jobs they need. But yeah. also as you're navigating that interview sort of like process, you're thinking about negotiations. I think so much of what you and I really bonded over is like we were going through a lot of the same shit at the same time. But me, it was like coming in as a newbie to the industry and me kind of like, TK, like, what do I ask for? Like, yeah. what are appropriate rates? Because y'all know Air just updated the thing, thank God, recently. But for a minute, it was looking at 2013 dates. Like, how do you kind of, like, translate that into 2018, early 2019 pay, right? Yeah. Thinking about, like, do I need to get some lawyers? Like, but also thinking about, like, I heard X, Y, and Z about this organization or this company. Is it really as bad as I heard? Is the management as crazy? You know, so yeah. it was, like, thinking about how to develop these things, but, like, not sort of taking over all of your time, right? It was making sure I was very clear 
and I think intentional about the time I was asking TK or other persons in my life for, yeah. right? But it was also like, you're starting to develop a friendship, and so how do you manage and balance the friendship alongside this budding kind of career relationship you all are working on yeah. as well? We so, would literally take off our hats. Like, yeah. we would like go, okay, we're talking about this thing, this conversation is for that. Hang up the phone. Yeah. Call you in two days. Girl, tell me about this dude you went on this date with. Oh, yeah, right? that, yeah that'd be like, fun. <laughs> there's, like, different hats that we wear. it was very clear, wear. though. Yeah. And, like, there's even now, as you guys know, we work together on Here to Slay. Like, I was in New York, I don't know, maybe a month or so ago. And, you know, I wanted to see TK or whatever, catch up. And we made it very clear. I was like, this is not a non-Here to Slay work yeah. Like, we about to just have a boozy brunch and, we did. and get lit. It was, Charles, yeah, it was a mess, actually. We were there totally close. But it was like, um. you know, it was great. But we didn't talk anything about work. And I think as you're developing the relationship, it's also making sure that it's a two-way street. It's checking in to see how you're doing. How's therapy going? How's so-and-so? How's your mom doing, right? Yep. Like, how's the new apartment in Brooklyn? You happy to be back in BK? Like, I am. It's, yeah, I know. Thank we you. know, we know. <laughs> but it's like balancing that, checking in, and actually, like, valuing you as a friend. And I think I have this with Isabeth Mendoza, who's here. I don't know where, there she is. That's my girl here in LA. But there's other folks like to the side and front and kind of coming up behind me that I kind of try and balance that. Yeah. So I'm with everybody, right? Because everybody doesn't fit these multiple roles in your life. But the folks who do, you have to really treasure it and really yeah. find a way to be balanced with it, I think. And I think what happens to us as we grow and we get to know each other and even at conferences or gatherings and whatnot, yeah. um, like, you know, I love my producer friends. And we'll have, you know, it'll be someone's birthday and we'll all be there. And guess what? We're talking about work. And it's like, damn, can we not? Yeah. And that's part of the boundaries, too. And that's part of main, maintaining a relationship. Because yeah. if it's, the only thing I know about you is your job, then I don't really know you, right? Yeah. Do I really trust you with, with these things that I'm about to say? Right. And, like, yeah, we're giving each other the tea and whatever. But um, I'm have, there's other stuff behind this conversation about pitches and negotiations and yeah. stuff that color our decision makings that have to do with our real lives that it's nice to like put down the show stuff yeah. and talk about real shit for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so we're going to hear from Isabeth. Yeah, we are. I mean, you're not going to get up. We got you. Leveling up. <laughs> Hi, my name is Isabeth Mendoza and I'm a freelancer from and based in Southeast Los Angeles. Some advice that I would offer to freelancers is to build community. It's important to have your crew of unofficial coworkers who can troubleshoot story ideas and projects, but also just be able to text them and say, hey, I'm having a shitty day. Especially when you wake up and just lay in bed, watching the sun come up and you don't wanna check your phone because it may be another pitch that got rejected or someone saying your rate is too high. You need your people to remind you of your worth and that your craft is needed in this world. Another piece of advice is recognizing that opportunities are just that, opportunities. And if they don't align with your goals, then just take them as affirmations that you're doing something amazing, but you don't have to take the gig and you can pass them to one of your homegirls. And lastly, celebrate those affirmations, the wins and the losses. You got to trust the reroute. Yay. That was Thank good. you so much. Ooh, I like she, that. Gave, she took us to church. <laughs> Come on, Isabel. Thank, Thank you. you. And um, I think that one thing you said that was key, Isabel, was... Um, you know, if you don't get the thing, it's yeah. affirmation. Like, yo, I failed up so hard in 2018. Yeah. When the fails are name brand fails, child, Ooh. you're doing it right. Yeah, yeah we you celebrated those. Right. We, we celebrated, celebrated some name brand like, fails. Girl, what you had that meeting though? We were so excited <laughs> about those the upward fails, if you will. Yeah, 
But I think, the, I think especially what Isabeth is saying, I mean, especially me now as an independent producer, TK is at Glitch full time, but obviously, you know, has some consulting jobs and does a lot of workshops, you know, throughout the year. I mean, I think it's a really unique place to be when you're kind of cultivating this relationship and you don't have a traditional, whatever that means for you, right? But for me, I think of like an office somewhere I physically go um, Monday through Friday or like I have a team that I know where they're located. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. kind of whole thing. I don't have that anymore. So this kind of network that I have built up around me, whether it's New York, LA or anywhere in between, it's almost crucial to my survival because I'll be honest with you all, as an independent, there are some lonely ass days. I think I was talking to Juleka Lentigua Williams about this yesterday. I'm learning how to balance like being like a new kind of company owner, being an independent producer, and like trying yeah. to still be around people when everything I do is so remote. So this network is kind of crucial to your survival, almost to your mental health, but also to that paycheck as well. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking to that paycheck. Yeah. What we talk about internally and what we talk about mm -hmm. with other people that like trust us and that we trust yeah. is negotiation. Money. Pitches. Yeah, money. Interviews. All and not, like all the stuff that you got from all of the other conference, Workshop. you know, yeah. workshops. Yes, we talk about that, but we go when you find your people and you're in the real group chat, yeah. there's the level of talking about it from is this a um, is this a, a hot, is this place toxic right yeah. when I was failing up in those uh -huh. you know job opportunities um, some of them I ended up so happy that I didn't get because of the way that they uh, ended the relationship right yeah. and I was like wow I'm lucky people showed right? their ass basically and they, basically they showed their yeah. ass and I'm able to say to my trusted people listen these people show their asses and you don't want to see it and you know I got a list of that too Facts. so we do that um, and we talk very candidly about pay too like yeah. um, I have a, for instance like I had a new client proposal this week I had to submit and before I submit it right I trust my numbers I trust my estimation you know I'm looking at the air guide I'm looking at work at guide but I'm gonna bounce it to TK be like can you check these numbers and not right? just to me, you bounced it to a couple people. I bounced people. it to Kelly as well, who she's not here with us today. She's our other co-producer on the show. It's like Kelly, and she's a white woman. So I was like, if any, Listen, like, give, give me the, the royalty. Right is this the money that you're making? Or yeah. like, should I be going higher? You really got to have a white woman in your corner to kind of figure that out too. Facts. So Kelly was crucial. Kelly was like, girl, you need to go up a little bit. I said, thanks, Kelly. Um, but it's like being able to trust <laughs> folks because you have to realize everybody is not, that everybody does not care about you winning. And so I'm not going to send that on a Twitter blast. Like, comment on these projected sort of, like, salary things I'm, like, you know, giving yeah. to a new client. Everybody doesn't want to see you win. So when you have the people around you who are key, who you trust, you can bounce those kind of ideas off of them and get real feedback, yeah. you know? And I would say that we use each other to, like, break down um, if we're going for jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes, listen, we know. We... If you are here and you're hiring and whatnot, we know. Y'all <laughs> need to look at how you are asking people questions. Ooh. There's a lot of coded language yeah. in the hiring process, and we know this. We're not, listen, we want the job, so we're not going to flag you on that. Also, that's not our job to do. But we yeah. are telling each other internally. I went on this interview, and this this third person asked me some shit that is, frankly, racist, sexist, yeah. it's some ist. Um, and we talk to each other about that, so I'm here to tell you we know. Um, there's that. <laughs> Can we talk about feelings in terms Ooh. of sharing some of this stuff? Which even yeah. when I'm talking to Gabrielle, even when I'm talking to Julia Furlan, even when I'm talking to my good, good friends, there's feelings of whatever, inadequacy, shame, yeah. um, not 
feeling like you're ready and imposter syndrome and, yeah like a or even yeah. like low-key i don't want to say jealousy is there like something less than jealousy but like yeah i like, know what that word but i know just, what you mean or you feel some kind of way i feel a way jealous but i want to help but right? i'm feeling some kind of way yeah 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 Did like we, why are they not asking me for it we've had that we've had that yeah <laughs> we have actually had that I, feel, I felt a way yeah we've yeah we've had some ways you about talk each about other that? you started okay okay I'm like, you start it, you go. Fine, fine. What was it? It was something, okay. though. I mean, it was probably, like, I might have a different lens on it, so. Oh, shit. I mean, let me learn something. You, okay. uh, my other, like, good, good homies that are younger than me, uh -huh. um, y'all are, you all are rising at a rate that is faster than I could have ever yeah. imagined, right? Yeah. So, you, me and you, we're in the same job market. Yeah, and, it's wild. And, and my experience looks different. And also, you got more experience. We'll just put it out there. You have way more years of experience than I do. But we be kind of in the same boat for some of the same jobs, though. Facts. Because I it's mean, awkward. You're right. This has been the elephant in the room. And that, but that's not us. The, like, like yeah. it's not our fault. It's yeah. Our, the fault, there's no fault. Whatever. It's just awkward. Fault, right? Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Um, it's weird shit. Uh, yeah. But you know who makes us feel a ways? and then we project it onto each other, it's people that don't take that experience that I have yeah. or that other people have seriously, right? <laughs> your, your experience as a community builder or a person that produces a podcast for your church or whatever, all that is valid, yeah. true, and real, yeah. right? When you break it down, what does that mean? You can manage a group of people. It yep. doesn't matter if it was at your church. It yeah. doesn't matter if it was in your basement. Did you engineer that show? Does it sound good? It yeah. doesn't matter if it's free, if it has sponsors, or what, whatever the fuck ever right but a lot of these places make you feel like this stuff is not valid experience and then yeah. we internalize that and we're in the job market with people that are younger than us and we don't know how to be better ambassadors for the community yeah right so when we That's were real. talking you were up for you know you was up for some big money work it and was, yeah and i had no prospects at the moment right yeah. so i'm talking to gabby i'm depressed and she's telling me tk just help me work this out and i'm working through shit yeah. while she She's telling me yeah. her good fortune, and I want to be a good ambassador to the community and help her. So I'm putting my shit to the side, right? Yeah. But then when we take off the hat and I put, we put the friend hat on, I'm like, girl, I'm depressed, child. Yeah. You and know? sometimes we had to space out our conversations because, like, I think this is the first time actually we've ever talked about this. But I felt it, and I knew yeah. it, you know, I was aware of it. But I was like, you know, if it ever gets super awkward, she's going to say something, I'm going to say something. Yeah. But I think it was this thing that we both acknowledge. Now... I think I felt, I felt, I felt some of the similar things that you're saying, right? So you're thinking about people who are younger than you in the same job market. I'm thinking about someone like me who transitioned out a completely different career. I mean, imposter yeah, syndrome. Same. I think I probably wrestled with that every single day, maybe up until, I don't know, mid-July, like a couple yeah. months ago, if that, you know? And that was because, again, like the way that we value what a producer is, what a producer is capable of doing is very skewed. And it really changes and it really sort of differs between uh, organizations uh, between coasts probably in cities, but also between projects, right? And so getting the confidence in myself to say, hey, like I did six years in politics, I have an entire graduate degree, can write the hell out of blah, 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 blah. You know, yeah. kind of really don't like tape, cut, tape cutting, which shh, don't tell anybody, right? So it's like, <laughs> how do I kind of like embrace all the stuff that I love to do, right? That I'm good at and can keep growing at, but like still see myself as a producer yeah. when like the job market is saying like, you're not that. So, and, I, and then knowing TK who does, every fucking role possible, right? So I'm like, damn, Listen, well, TK does I never everything heard, I never and met I don't. a job I didn't like, child. Right, so she does, <laughs> she does everything of the process. And there's honestly are only certain parts of the process that I really enjoy doing and that I do. And I'm lucky now that I can just focus on those things. Yeah. So I think we had some feelings about 
different things about our relationship, which yeah. I'm glad you guys are letting us air out. To I mean, you all today. Listen, I mean, and this is a tes- it's a testament to like yeah. being able to speak on it and speak freely. So thank you for yeah. you know. But I think listening. it's a good transition to like thinking about how we think about passing the baton, right? So like because we're both have been aware of each other's like skill sets, expertise, and knowing what the other is interested in, like on a very genuine level. Like for instance, when it was time for us um, here to say we had some reorganization that happened around like June or so, and we needed to bring in someone who was an executive producer consultant. And as much as I wanted to like take on all these roles here to say, right, it was like, this is really not my lane kind of thing. And when it was like, we need to find someone with X, Y, and Z, and you know, I talked with Roxanne and Tressy, and it was like, okay. And we had a couple names that, you know, I put a couple folks in, uh, two women of color, one of them being mm-hmm. TK. Um, but even when I came to TK about it, I was like, I think you could be a really great fit for this. And I saw, it was I a struggle. No. She right. was trying to fight it. I'm like, what are you, you know, and I had listened to my friend talk about wanting to sort of get experience with being an executive producer. And I'm like, why don't you just at least put your name in the hat? You know, yeah. and she was like, I don't know. Let me sleep on it. I'm like, what are we doing? I'm like, come on, you know, yeah. and it took a few days. It did. It took me, it, it took, took me a like while. four it took a little days longer to, than necessary. to let you say that to them, yeah. to let you even boost me. Yeah. I was like, girl, here's like five more names before me. She gave you, everybody else a name. I said, girl, Listen, I already gave them the names. Y'all were all in the running to become <laughs> America's Next Top Model. Yeah. Like... I was not trying to do it. And what's crazy is when I had mentioned her name to them, we had like a, I remember, I remember exactly, we had a Sunday like morning call and I was like, here are a few names and I mentioned your name and they were like, oh, we've heard of her. And I was like, oh, and I remember I telling you, I was like, oh, they've like heard about you already. And so it's like, people start to know your work, right? Your work and your expertise speaks for itself. And then when you have folks who are able to sit at the table or be on that phone call to vouch for you, it's a world of a difference, you know? But like encouraging someone who you know is ready to step into that light, like being that friend, but also being that colleague to be like, this is you, you got this. I'm not gonna take your shine, take this money to try and do it all, be superwoman, because this is what you really excel at. And you're ready for this. This. And you was ready. And you uh, are ready. <laughs> you know, this is a big test. Let's hear from a new friend. So when I think about how I want to empower the people I work with, specifically the women I work with, um, you know, I want to empower them to make decisions, to speak up and own their ideas, um, take credit for their ideas and do the thing that maybe, or the things that maybe they don't feel like they have the right to do or like the experience to do. I I really like to empower people to try and to really jump into the deep end and do the thing messily and learn from it and keep doing it and make a mess and learn from it and make a mess and learn from it. It's like make the thing that you want to make right now, there's not a really compelling reason to wait usually. Um, And then, you know, the other thing is like, I don't think we have to live in a world shrouded in bullshit. Like, I believe in shooting straight with each other. We don't always have to be nice. And I like to empower women to be themselves. And that was Aaliyah Tavakolian. Yeah, you could give it up for her. She's an executive producer at Spoke. Hey, my Spoke friends, um, Spoke Media. And I met Aaliyah at Work It last year in New York, and we became friends. And since then, like, that was another thing, right? Yeah. And, uh, she talked about empowering, and validating. Yeah. We're here. We're here together 
as women and as as women of color, as people um, in the LGBTQ community, in, in all groups, mm -hmm. to empower and validate each other's experiences, right? Because we know culturally and historically what's behind that, right? Only you know your people, yeah. and you need to empower and validate mm -hmm. them. And uh, Aaliyah has been doing that for me yeah. um, since I met her last year talking me up in rooms that I'm not in. Work gets um, a great place for yeah. that. Work gets a good place for that. Because, like, you know, I even, so if we're going to be honest, a year ago um, I was interning actually at Cricket Media, like a graduate intern. I had, didn't have money to go mm -hmm. come to work it, and I wasn't going to ask. Like, anyways, we'll go into it. But I was like, I wasn't going to ask, like, oh, mom, you know, can I have, like, it was just like, you got to be grown about this shit. Either you're yeah, going or you you're not going. And whatever. And I remember telling TK, I'm like, you know, I can get the flight out there. I've got housing. And TK was like, you know what? Actually, I have an extra sort of assistant badge so you can come and take, you know, get access to all of the opportunities here at Work It. And like, that's kind of like an example of like empowering the people around you, right? So at that point, that was like last October, I believe. Yeah. So we had a, you know, a few months of like a budding friendship, but she knew I was serious about really making this transition. She knew I was like really about it. And so it was like nothing for me to sort of like, okay, I can accept that and making sure that I was yeah. there and getting to work it just opened up so many doors for me, if I'm being quite honest, yeah. right? I met Erica Clark at Spotify. Um, and that really sort of like changed a lot for me, right? Rachel uh, Murphy as well. Yep. Just so many dope women of color that I got to connect with. And had that not been for TK being like, I got you. I have this extra thing. Do you want to come and assist? I need help with X, Y, and Z. Um, it really, really changed the game for me in a lot of ways. So like that that's an example of like, you know, empowering people who are coming up behind yeah. you. But also we talk a lot about empowering people who are like right next to you on the side of you. Issa yeah. Rae talks about that a lot, right? It doesn't have to be this like very vertical structure of like how you're kind of supporting and empowering. It can be the people who are right next to you. Um, and so, yeah. And boosting. And yeah. The aware and the awareness of passing a baton is the awareness yeah. of being able to receive it, right? Yeah. Like I know that like when she said that, oh, I need to get out there yeah. and I'm like okay how can how can she come out to this thing yeah. well I I need a person's help yeah. But, like, can she make a slideshow, fam? Like, are you ready to receive these blessings? Yes, you got to work for I can them, do too. Like, um, pretty good and it. if someone's putting you up for a job, just because we're women and we're women of color or we're LGBTQ, just because we're in the same affinity group doesn't mean, or we met at a conference and shook hands, that I'm going to vouch for Say you. Say it again. Um, it doesn't mean that the person should Say vouch it again. for you, Who child. Was that? Say it again. Uh, Say it again. <laughs> it's facts. Like, yeah. yo, like, we have to be, this is all about being thoughtful in what we're doing because we are asking each other to do an incredible amount of work. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's emotional labor. It's, it's like, think, I'm, thinking about, <laughs> I'm thinking about another person and another person is thinking about me, right? Yeah. And it's, it's like, if, I, if, if Gabby fucks up, I, it's I fuck up, right? Because that's that collective, whether you like it or not, right? Yep. Especially as black women. The world is looking at all of us. And you go us. through all the groups, right? It's like, one of you fucks up with that recommendation, they may never ask TK for another recommendation again. Right. So it's like, it all reflects, right? So it's like, being ready is what we talk a lot about. It's like, not just saying those words out loud, like affirming like what you want to sort of see yeah. for your career, your life, but being ready when those blessings, those gifts, those opportunities start to come down, you have to be ready to receive and ready to kind of like hit the ground moving. Ask your, you know, when you're asking for a reference, right? Like, can you be yeah. my reference or whatever? Um, are you able to do the job that you're going for? Because I'm not going to lie just because we're homies, right? Yeah. Can you do tape syncs? Send can you cut tape? <laughs> can you, I will have send the job you send me a link. Yeah. Send me a link to yeah. a piece of your work or something. I can't just say like, oh, you know, yeah. we cool and I'm going to be your reference. You have to be able to receive yeah. the baton that I'm passing you. Totally. Um, but however, on the outside, 
because we talking to everybody today, right? <laughs> um, so shout out to the POC uh, audio directory. Yes, Can clap it up shout for out them. to them. Because a, a lot phenomenal of Phenomenal resource. Phenomenal resource. Yeah. And also the people on Twitter, um, shout out to Renee uh, of Broccoli Content yeah. as well from the UK, who's doing the same thing, but She's in the great. UK. Um, she was great. We had to find someone in London for here to slay. And like, I was like, hey, can you help with this? And like, on it. You done had and so done. many dope folks of color in the UK. Just Anyways, the, the network is it's growing. The it's network is growing. The network yeah. is vast. But also as people that are hiring mm. other people um, and I have friends that are higher up than me and whatever. Yeah. Um, there are these tools for a reason, <laughs> right? And sliding in our DMs or sliding in your black friend, your one black friend's DM or your one gay friend's DM ain't the way. Work. It ain't going to yeah. work, right? And saying, hey, do you know a one human black woman for this <laughs> one human job, right? And I'm like, yo, there's a directory, yeah. And your job, we already made the work easy by collecting the names of like each a other. whole database. Right? Yeah. Like somebody else could have collected it, but we're already doing half the work for you by collecting it. Yeah. So asking a person to give like, hey, you know, like it's like these, it's also almost how it's formed. It's very like... No big deal. Can it's you so just casual. do like this yeah. extra la layer of work? Yeah. You know, I'm like, no, you go to the directory. Yeah. You get their names, you gather them, and you interview them. We are not hiring managers. Yeah. But when we do recommend our friends, it's not because you asked us, it's because we want to. Because yeah. we know they could do it. And because capable. we believe in the thing. Mm -hmm. But all, none of this, like, if someone doesn't reply to your email about that, don't be sad. Don't be salty. Yeah. They don't have time. The directory is there for a reason. Go yeah. through it and do your own like interviews and stuff yeah. because we can't. We just had to get that off. Our we chest just had to get quick. it off our chest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, anything else in terms of passing the baton? I think that's good. Okay. What about doing you? Oh. Well. Oh no, we don't have. We well, don't have. We're not really going to do you. us. So how do you, how do you do you? <laughs> how do I? As do we say on here to slay. No, no, it's how do I help you do you? But well, how do I help child, me do me? Just how do you do you? Oh, that's <laughs> you and oh, okay. Um, how do I do me? Um, I think just being honest about what I am available for. So I think especially as an independent producer, like setting clear boundaries, right? So whether that's just making sure like I have like the pro proper time blocked off on like you know our calendar, or it's like. Gabrielle is not available for these hours, and there's not really an explanation needed, but it's like, this is my time to do other projects, other work, you know, so I think setting boundaries around my personal time and my work time, I'm trying, you know, I'm kind of a workaholic, as you know, so mm -hmm. like, I'll be up at all hours of the night doing all kind of stuff for the show, but I think it's been learning how to do that, and I have found myself, you know, it's a lot healthier, right? I have a therapist, she's also yeah. really great. Yeah. I sit outside for lunch sometimes and soak up the sun, like, it's, sometimes it's the small things, though, but it's also being really open with you all, like, hey, today is not a good day for me or like this week is really crazy so I think the more honest you are with your colleagues co-workers who also maybe also be friends I think it's just a better way to kind of move through this path and actually kind of excel in your your own career and what are you doing for yourself that's outside of all these things you know to push yourself forward yeah, so I mean, I think it's like always sort of thinking about new resources I can take advantage of to sort of get sharper, whether it's with like, so I do a, uh, the scripting for Here to Slay, so thinking about how I can get better with those kind of like, those really technical things that like I really enjoy doing and thinking about how I can sort of parlay that into other clients. It's also working with other clients and other projects, um, and I started a whole company, so it's like that keeps me pretty busy. I'm clapping I you think. up. <laughs> she started a company. Yeah. What's it called? 
It's called The Woodshaw, and it launches in November, and I'm really excited about it. It was like a kind of a big F you to, uh, but, you know, these white boys who are out here just starting companies every 30 seconds. Just out here, just Just out LLC. here, just casually, like, sneezing and starting companies. I'm like, well, let me sneeze and start a company, too. And so I did. So, I mean, that's keeping me really busy because I can just stretch my mind to think about so many projects I'm working with. You had me at Black on a really dope um, Black birthing docu-series that we're looking forward to launching next um, April for Black Maternal Health Week. Um, working with some new clients about some really dope podcasts, revamping and getting ready for new seasons. So, all of that allows me to do research and dig into other kind of like conversations and, and just topics that I'm not always familiar with, yeah. but really stretching my mind. And so... I guess it's what I do. I do. I work a lot. You know you that. Work a lot. I work I work too much, but um, it's good stuff now. I guess I'll wrap by saying, uh, piggybacking off yeah. of, first of all, again, set boundaries. Yeah. Um, and don't be apologetic about that. Yeah. Speak it, right? Speak it into existence. Talk to your friends about it. Say the thing, because when you say the thing, you have to do the thing. Yeah. It's not just also saying it to the air and, oh, hey, universe, you done caught, did you catch that? <laughs> nah. It's universe plus homies because accountability equals yeah. the, the glow up, right? Yeah. A, Keeping me and you and y'all accountable is really what gets the work done. Checking in on folks. How is that yes, thing going child. that you said you were going to be working on? Do you need some help with that? Like, like making sure you're accountable to your friends, you know? Yeah, accountable mm. to your friends, accountable to yourself. Yeah. And I would say in terms of you just like sneezing and starting an LLC. Um, <laughs> I like this, this dude, language around this. <laughs> everything that I've done for myself or in the name of my thing, yeah. company, radio show, whatever, yeah. I do it because I want to show my work, right? Mm -hmm. Before I was allowed in these rooms, I had to show my work, and I did not wait to be allowed into the room. Yeah. You see how I, I, this is my fourth day on the goddamn stage, y'all. <laughs> I didn't ask for all this. I took it, fam. You know yeah. why they trust me? Um, I mean, also, shout out to Workit for inviting me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know why Workit trusts me, right? Because I have over a thousand episodes that I have done live shit, right? Yeah. Because I have... She uh, got the work to back it up. I, you Google the YouTubes. Google me You're on the YouTubes Google and me. you can see me doing live, live speaking, public yeah. speaking. You know what I'm saying? People, the work begets work and sometimes you got to show people your work. Yep. Right? So I want to be in audio drama. What do I do? Make one. Shit, that's it. Listen, fam, nobody's going to give this to you. You got to take it. The most come up that I've gotten was coming up for myself and doing for myself. Same. And other people seeing that and being consistent with that. So yeah. that's how I do me. And um, you could just, you know, support me by following the journey and talking, talking me up when I'm not around. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yo. Thanks, y'all. Thank you this for having great. us. Thank you. We appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you, Work It. Thank you. That was Keisha T.K. Dutess and Gabrielle Horton speaking at the 2019 Work It Festival. Both the festival and the podcast are produced by WNYC Studios and are made possible by major funding from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting with additional support from the Annenberg Foundation. Event sponsors include Luminary, Spotify, Spreaker, Acast, Himalaya, and the Women's Foundation of California.